Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. We're back in the studio. I was about to tell you, you're on my studio dollar. You're on my studio dollar. I know, it's my studio time. I'm cracking up. (laughs) AKA our bedrooms. Yeah, a little bed chat. A little bed chat. Now, I already told my babysitter, just pretend I'm not even home. Like when you get home, just pretend I'm not even here. And sometimes they don't know because like Mike might have the car. Yeah. Home. right so like they don't really think like we b- both use the car right. so that's so funny yeah no i like so how's your day I going had, oh my gosh i had like a crazy day well it didn't start off crazy until we went to the dentist so needs to say like ike has been he's a teeth grinder like really 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 bad and this has been uh, something that i brought up to the dentist and the doctor since he's had teeth like Sometimes when he like take a nap with me in my bed, like I have to like take him out because he grinds his teeth. Like gosh, it's like it's like oh my god, so bad. So it's been a thing that I've talked to the doctor about, the dentist about multiple times. So today we go to the dentist and we go and he gets an X ray and he has to get a a silver cap on his tooth, like his mm-hmm. molar tooth, because of <clears throat> the grinding. He just wore it down, and it was like susceptible to anything. Yeah, and I'm just—that's not abnormal, though. I know, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it's just like you weren't planning on that happening, and it's just—it's just a lot. It's stressful. Like I felt like. For some reason, I internalize that as you're you should do mom. mom. You, I mean, you should do more. You're a bad mom. You yeah. aren't paying attention. You could have, like, you are the person that advocates for them and you should have been stronger with it. You Like, all these things. And, like, and of course, I'm at the dentist with all three of them. You know, they everyone did good, and then at yeah. the end, Indy's like, she's over it. She's ready to go. So she's crying, and they're giving me all this buttload of information and paperwork, which you're not even listening. I'm to not listening to. They're asking me to sign. I'm like signing stuff I didn't even read. They're telling me, well, you know, <laughs> you have to put this up, and then out of cost pocket is. I mean, all the out of pocket cost is going to be this, and they don't cover this, so you have to pay for this, and we needed the pot. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, and I'm like overwhelmed. Yeah, And all I keep thinking, but, you know, even in the midst of Indy screaming, Zara asking me, where's her gumball toy that they gave Ike? Them asking me to sign my life away with all these documents and highlighted areas. The only thing that was ringing in my head was like, how could you have let this happen? Oh, no, don't do that. Don't. I, I get that feeling. And honestly, I even get that feeling sometimes, like, if I forget the teddy bear. Right. You know, for the teddy bear day at school. Yep. Like, it's sometimes just out of your control. control and I think that, things. like, I just... Like, why weren't you forcing him to floss better? Like, like all these things. And then I had gotten in the car and, like, you know, Andy has skipped her nap because we had to change the appointment time from the original day because it snowed. So it was just, like, 
all these combinating things happening. And in my head, like, I just wanted to cry because I'm like, and he's sitting there, he's like, but I do floss, mommy, and I do brush my teeth, and I do, like, and I'm sitting here, like, I know, honey. Like, it was just a very dramatic moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm texting Dan, like, but you gotta, right? I'm like, texting Dan, like, you need to answer your phone right now. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, telling him. And I like, even apologized to him because I projected what I was feeling at that second, because at that second, I was with three kids, so I felt alone because I physically was, right? And I had to apologize to him because I was like, dude, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean that. And also, you probably felt like that's your job, right? Yeah. When in reality, you both had these kids together. together. Right. And I, like, that doesn't just fall on you. And I had to, like, but even even in the midst of me, like, saying, like, the big text, like, it's your phone. This is very serious, whatever. Like, it was. Like, I, I held that part back. Thank God. But I, in my head, like, what my head wanted to say was like like I can't think of everything. I can't like this is a yeah. lot for me. I'm trying. Like but you know and I was like I was almost getting defensive of what I thought his reaction would have been. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he <laughs> But listen, that's so good that you didn't actually I didn't. say like, like dude back, like if this you was fuck too. If I did not have my therapy <laughs> session on Tuesday, I would have definitely said those things. <laughs> Thank yeah, God that's gross. for my therapy. That's gross. Because like I totally <laughs> would have just said the things that I would later take back. I would have yeah. been angry. I would have been miserable. It would have ruined the rest of my day. I would have internalized that. I would have been yeah. literally telling myself to, still at 3.16, and this was 10 a.m., that how horrible I am. I would have, oh and that would have went to dinner. I was like, you know, like, so it, it would have ruined everything. And I was just like, in the midst of it, trying to say, "Key, calm down. Look at it. Look at it. Like you're stronger together. Once you unload all yeah. this information to him, you guys can come up with a plan and figure it out." You know, and I'm. I good. will tell you one of the things that Mike and I started doing because um, you said, you know, I was about to already have a rebuttal. Or yeah, response yeah, I was ready. Like what he says, like when I call him and I'm in that state. I say, you know, the story I'm telling myself is X, Y, and Z. So it's like, I'm already saying like, I don't believe this, but this is what my mind is telling me. And I'm just being straight. Like my, I'm telling you, this is what I'm telling myself. And then that gives him the opportunity to like immediately dispel it or like help me get to like a healthier part with it. Beth, what I mean, my mind went to like, I don't know why I spiral. But my mind went to, are they even Ike's real teeth? Like, are these images that she's showing me? <laughs> are they even his teeth? Yeah. Like, I don't, I never. You came for it. You came for the x-ray. The x-ray. The x-ray. I did not trust the x-ray. I'm like, no, I, I wasn't in the room because Ike and Zara was in like the, the, the older. But you know what? That has happened to me well, So anything, honestly, anything could happen. And, and Zara and Ice, for the first time, every time since they were six months or whatever and went to the dentist, like, I was in the room with them. And then I, this is the Indy's first dentist appointment. So we were in separate rooms. So the Isaac and Zara were in the pre-K room and Indy was in, like, her first dental visit room. So they did the x-ray. I wasn't there. 
So in my head, I'm like, I've never seen these teeth look like this. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Prove Show it. me a picture. I, hear, I want a video. You're like, I hear mouth. him grinding every night. And like, I know this is an issue, but prove I'm like, it we were still. here six months ago. You said nothing about a cavity or a, like you said nothing about this. <laughs> like you said he was fine. So in four months, you're telling me or six months, you're telling me X, Y, and Z happened. Don't believe you. Like... <laughs> And like that was going through my head. And then I went to, these are all the thoughts. I'm just going to be like vulnerable and honest. And then the thought of, um, she are thinks- these Ike's teeth at all? Ike, do you even have teeth? You didn't have teeth. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like there are teeth of a grown man. So no, so then I'm like, so then, I, then in my head, I'm just going to be raw. So then in my head, I was like, they think that I am like this single black mom with three kids taking my whole family in here. I don't take care of my kids. They just run rapid. They eat tropical Fantana juice and they just eat two on Skittles all day. That's what they think. She's about to pull. (laughs) (laughs) And that my insurance is going to pay for all these caps and cavities and things. Like They think you're about to pull Dippin' Dots straight out of your purse. Listen, they think that I, like they brushed our teeth with powdered sugar. So I don't know. So I all these thoughts came in my head to the point where like and I didn't I didn't like verbalize them, thank God. They came in my head, I let them come and I let them go. And when I had the talk with Dan, he could see because I like talked to him and then like 40 minutes later I called him again. I'm like, Can you believe that X, Y, and Z? And he knew that I was so on it. He was like, Key, I'm just gonna call them. I'm gonna call them. I'm gonna talk to the dentist and I'm just gonna see oh, what was going bless on. His heart. So he calls me back literally right before we got on and he's like so I talked to Dennis. It is something that is not really our fault. Um, unavoidable. It's unavoidable. She said she could tell that, like, you know, if that's the case, usually it's like a family thing. Zara's teeth would have been, you know, whatever. But, um, and she got senior notes that he does grind his teeth. Usually when they turn six years old, it's something that they kind of grow out of. So this is something, unfortunately, that was going to happen. And it's not the fault or the neglect of you guys. And did you feel better? I still don't think they hit their, his teeth, Beth. I'm still going to have to. <laughs> or that he I'm like, even I'm has like, them. I'm like, run that x-ray back. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm, that's not my baby's mouth. Hey, on your dime. Right. On your right. dime. Like, that's not right. my baby's mouth. Nope. 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 So. Oh, but, yeah. but that is so hard. I, and you were on a loop, I can tell. And I've definitely been yeah. there. Where I'm like, all right, let me figure out all the external reasons as to why this is possible. Right. Right. So I had to like literally come off. This. And then did you do what I did, what I usually do, which is like immediately go into like overcorrection mode where it's like you buy all the flosses. I kid you not, it came home. You buy the mouth said, guard. <laughs> you know how much it's going to cost? Go flush. <laughs> I didn't buy that floss for nothing. Get in there, brush your teeth. He's like, I'm not done eating. Floss in between bites. <laughs> <laughs> Over correction. Yeah, so I get I'm that. just like, you know what? I am just trying to, I guess, understand that these things do happen. A lot of things are out of your control. The only thing you can do from this point on is grow from it. So rather than changing your practices or saying yeah. or explaining and, and, and understanding uh, or having I understand how it, important it is to take your time when you're brushing, take your time when you're flossing. So I have to find the silver lining in all of this. Yeah. Um, and now I know. 
So hopefully this won't happen again. Um, and then I'll, you know, I'll talk to his doctor about the whole grinding of his teeth. And that could be a whole thing of like tonsil removal or adenoid removal or things like that in the future. Um, so yeah, I couldn't shout out to Dan though. That's a pretty, he probably knew he said, he probably knew. He probably, it's three o'clock. I'm going to come home. This bitch will be pissed. Let me call this doctor, clear the air. He probably <laughs> threw in some mushy, mushy. He probably, the doctor probably said none of that. The doctor probably was like, yeah, your wife is slipping. And he probably, like, I ain't telling her that. <laughs> so he probably, he probably like literally like just like iced it over and kind of like made it sound better than what it was, but whatever he did. Dan's like, Tell her whatever the cost is. It's like quarter of right. the cost. Right, tell her. And then we'll right. just work the rest on the right, side. Right, right, right. Tell her it's free. Tell her it's on the house and they'll figure it out. But No, I had like the same exact moment today. Nicholas is going through hockey evaluations. And, you know, all last night he played. He's typically an offensive yeah. player. And for some reason, he was asked by the coaches, like, what do you want to play? And he says defense. And so he was evaluated on a position that, like, he's not really great at and didn't play all season. So, of course, I was like, I should have been there. I should have went and checked him in. And I should have specifically told the coach, don't, if he's, you know, I should have been able to anticipate that, of course, he's going to tell you something that's not right the right thing. And, you know, like, like I had some insight to how the practice was even going to, like you knew that that was going to happen. And then I was like yelling at him and I was like, do you even know what an evaluation means? This isn't like going out and shooting a hockey puck for fun. This isn't fun with your games. You're trying to get on a team, like getting all like, you know, heated. And Mike's like, it's fine. Like they're going to see him in both you know, directions. Yeah. They're going to see him at both places, like blah, blah, blah. And I was, but like your life flashes before your eyes and it doesn't matter what it mm-hmm. is. It's just, you basically have to figure it out in that moment and move <sighs> instead of just kind of yep. sitting there. And I think too, like, I think that like you're like me personally, like I account for things that could go wrong. Right. So the yes. things that I know that could go wrong. Right. So if we are going to an event and Zara needed to bring her dance shoes, there's a chance that she could forget them. So I'm going to say, Zara, do you have your dance shoes? Right. That's just something that I can account for that could go wrong. But when it's something that is just so left field that you abstract, you had no idea what's coming. That was that wasn't even on your radar. It, it's almost like everything no. crumbles because you didn't even prepare for that possibility of that happening as if you could. And I was even, I was even coming for the unnamed coaches. Cause I'm like, who asks a child what they want to play? I don't care what he wants to play. It's what he's going to play. What has he been playing? Look, you, what has he been playing? <laughs> Where does his strengths lie? Why aren't we doing a strength Why are we assessment? even asking questions? Dang. <laughs> Oh, Uh, so I get that. But you know what? To your point, setting them up for success is one whole thing. Finding that, making sure you remind her about the shoes, blah, blah, blah. I think that's fine. It's when you try to meticulously set them up where there won't be any gray area, right? That doesn't necessarily teach them 
resilience. And the only thing it does is stresses you out as a mom because now you have to try to think of the things you would never think of. Exactly. And that's all things. All things. <laughs> that's all things. It's. And it's like, and my therapist says to me sometimes, just let the chips fall where they may. And I'm like, no, I'm placing these chips in the north quadrant of the hemisphere on Tuesday at 7 a.m. And then I'm going to shift that chip back down here to the southern quadrant when he needs me to. And she's like, that's not teaching him how to move through the world. And he needs to learn that not everything is going to be placed in front of him for success. And you know what it is? I think it's because they're kids and it might not be directly towards them, but it's towards you. So if they forget his hockey gear, you internally look like the one that should have made sure he had it. You know what I mean? Or Right. But I think that is generational trauma in a way. Like if I start to map that back, like something for my kids, like... I am always perpetually 10 minutes early to get them because I was always the last one picked up. And so I'm like, I'm never going to make sh- make it where they have to like have their coach call me, you know, because I'm overcorrecting yep. what I had. And so it's like, I got to get myself more into the middle of like not totally overcorrecting to that other side. I think because you're... You're reacting and you're reacting to a trauma that was inevitably given to you, even though you never asked for it, but you remember what it felt like and you don't ever want your kids to feel that, which is understandable. It's understanding. Like you do not want your kids to feel something that you know hurt or bother you. Right. But at the same time, I feel like you have to almost like, forgive what has happened that wasn't in your control and almost face it. Because if you don't, you're always going to be trying to fix things that aren't broken. Right. And then I'll almost be creating a new problem. problem. Yeah. On the different then you might have So it's like, I'm trying to overcorrect, but then I'm creating a new problem for them as adults when they have no self-sufficient skills. No self-sufficient sufficient skills or the overbearing mom or yep. the, the one that just can't let them grow up or the, you know, like. Or the kid that lives with you when they're 45 and never yep. leaves because like they can't do anything. And no girl wants yep. them. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I do. And it's it's hard, but I think that you have to almost heal. It's like a, you got to hit the reset button, right? Because a lot of times we want to start from where we are. And it's like, oh, how yeah. can I make myself better tomorrow? And it's like, you can't make yourself better tomorrow if you don't forgive and mend and heal the traumas from yesterday. And if yeah. you don't do that, this will follow you. At every stage in your it life. It shows up. It shows, it shows up, up everywhere. And even when you say trauma, it's not like, you know, we talk about trauma. There's big T, little T. Like a lot of these things aren't like these big, scary yeah. T traumas, but they do affect you. They're in your body. I feel like when I talk about my traumas, even when I talk to my therapist, I'm like, nothing really happened. But I do that I'm like, too. nothing really happened. And she's she, like, no, these things are. Th- it yeah, did. These are real. Yeah. It affected because yeah, I don't. I guess I never looked at until I was older. I'd never looked at me 
living a life of trauma or like dealing with traumas. When I think of that, I think of like major horrific things that happen to way more people than it should. And so sometimes it's hard for me to almost categorize my little T's with the big T's of the world that that happen to people every day. Even though the the little T's could have come to you in like a big multitude of ways, which could equate to a big T. I, that's so funny that you said that because I have the exact conversation with my therapist where she's like, we can use any word you want. If you don't vibe with trauma because you don't feel like you've heard it, right? Even to say that, we don't need to use that word. So like her and I have just used the word chaos. Like we have just said, you know, because also when I feel like I say trauma, sometimes it's like painting a picture onto someone else that they were doing the best that they could. Even though it did affect me in certain ways, they were doing the best that they could. So sometimes we just use the word chaos and I'm able to accept that word because as a child, you can only consume so much unstructured chaos around yeah. you with it, without it affecting yeah. you. Yep. No, I, I 100% agree. And even like when you're telling stories and when we talk about the big T, when you're talking about your trauma, it's like sometimes I feel like I have to tiptoe around that word. Yeah. Cause I don't want to even make someone Why offended. Do yeah. I don't want to make someone offended that it actually and it's and it's it's a me thing. That I don't want to make someone offended because I feel like my trauma wasn't as big or great as theirs. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like it's still it's still the same when when it's all said and done, it's still the same thing. And you still have to, no matter how big or how small the trauma is, you still have to forgive. And almost like go back and heal from those things. Yeah. Or you're you're yeah. constantly always try to make up for it. You're always constantly yeah. try to not become that. You're always constantly, you know, try to be something else. You know, and and I think that's where sometimes where I have issues with is when I when I wasn't working on it and I would constantly try to think like, Oh, I'm never going to do that. Or I'll, I didn't like that. So I'm never going to become that I'm going to do this. And not only is it exhausting, but a lot of times you become exactly what you're running away from because you're not fixing it. You're not healing it. You're not looking that little girl in the face and and Uh, literally going back or writing that little girl a letter to tell her that's okay or whatever you have to do to heal from it. You're not doing that. You're just trying to run away for it, run away from that and never become it. And nine times out of 10, you end up being exactly what you don't like. Yeah. And the other thing too, that you start to do is you start course correcting for other people's feelings instead of your own. And even when you just said like, oh, I worry about like what other people will feel. It's like, well, probably someone with trauma, when you share your lived experience with them, they're not going to be mad at you or compare their trauma to your trauma, right? Like it's very individualized. So I think even having a plan to like keep it with yourself, like it doesn't matter 
what we're trying to fix for other people's emotions. It's right now it matters what we're trying to fix for our emotions. Kind of sounds like you did that today in a long, long, like probably if you looked at yourself two years ago, you would have ended up lashing out. You may even have lashed out at the dentist. Girl, you know what if I this mean? Was, like, I'm not even going to say two years ago. If this was a week or two ago, ago or like a month ago like i i would have but i'm trying to be conscious of my mind and that is a challenging thing to be conscious of how you think and what you choose to internalize because like i said before i was being defensive over something that overreaction that Dan didn't even give me. Or the dentist. dentist. I was reacting over what I thought they would have said and what I would, how I would respond back. Or you thought, or what they, you thought they were thinking. So today was a day, but I learned a lot. And. I'm proud of you. I feel good. We're still not sure if it's his I'm not, I still, you know what? I should have been in that room. I should have. I look, I should have had Indian in the room by herself. I should have went back in there and said, let me see those teeth on that screen. Indy, is there, is there like, you know how like high chairs have their straps? Like, do they have no, at the she, dentist? Like, I need to be more. more. You got to sit here. I, or they should have had like a, a glass screen in between the rooms. My reputation right, is Right, I need state. to make sure these teeth are his because I don't think they are. I'm not sure. I've never seen that side of him before. <laughs> A mess, but you know, the, it's, it is oh, what it is. Oh, nice. Well, that, yeah. But I like the lesson. The lesson is, you know, really slow down and get yourself straight with the story you're telling yeah. yourself and then comparing it to like reality. Yeah, and not reacting. Respond. Yeah. Don't react. And sometimes right. even if it's like, take a second, breathe. Think about what you're saying. Think about the problem really at hand before mm-hmm. you start putting that energy out there. If I would have called Dan, I would have been like, ah, you know, he would have responded most likely the same exact way yeah. in that second. Yeah. And that would have created a, a new issue of just craziness that shouldn't have happened. So, yeah. And the issue could be so benign, like a dentist appointment, hockey evaluations, you know, it could be so benign, but your mind doesn't know that your body reacts how it's always reacted. And so you got to connect the mind and the body to get some level set there. Sure. But girl, I thank God for growth because today could have been one of those days, but it wasn't. I, I just, I'm... It's just one of those girl, days. It could have been, it could have been like a, a hot mess, but it wasn't. I made, you it, made it. And I'm here. So that's all that matters. Awesome. Well, let's round it out here. This was a wonderful discussion. Anything for our listeners before we head out on this topic? Just... Shout, Shout out, out to, Dan. to Dan. Shout out for the husbands, the people that are in your corner that will talk you off of a ledge 
Shout out to we need those people to whether it's a, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a best friend, a mom, a dad, whatever, whoever that person is to you. Be grateful for those people because there's been so many times I've walked on Send that me. ledge and they had to pull me back. So Send your x-ray text and your local hockey coaches some love because we are about to come Make sure if your kid is getting the x-ray, you walk in the room and you make sure it's their teeth. <laughs> because, you know, anything could happen. You, you can, can never, never be, be too, too sure. sure. So... <laughs> These are These my baby's teeth. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> These, These are your teeth. teeth. What's going on? God. Uh, All right. Listen. Subscribe. Like. Follow. What we want them to do. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, guys. Trust me. Underscore the podcast. Underscore Thank you, podcast. Beth. Thank you for literally like helping with that because I was struggling. I'm in your corner. But yeah, corner. if you guys want to follow us. Um, we don't have that much posted on there, but we will. And, and, and it'll, it'll be, be good. Really good.